0: What is up, people? You are listening to the New Generation Hero of Talk Podcast. This should be a great show for you guys. Excited to talk about plenty of big topics this week. All Marvel this week, so if you're a Marvel fan, should be a good show for you. We'll be talking about the decision to recast the Child or not recast recast the Child. Kevin Feige has some very interesting comments on that subject. We'll talk about that on this show. We'll also be talking about. More things regarding the Black Panther movie and a pretty big reveal we learned about one of the main characters in Black Panther Wakanda forever. We'll talk about that as well. We have details potentially on the upcoming X-Men movie, whenever the hell that movie will actually come out. <laughs> Who knows when we'll actually end up seeing that film. We also got some details on the Fantastic Four and a rumored appearance by a newly established Marvel Cinematic Universe character in Captain America New World Order, so a pretty jam-packed show for today. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart and Sham. I would be remiss not to quickly mention uh, some of our plight that we had today. So, as you guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast for the past, I don't know, five, six years, we've been doing this. Uh, we do a pretty, we do pretty big coverage on all of the major conventions, major presentations that happen. Uh, you know, of course, you got your Disney. Uh, your Disney, you know, your D23, you got your San Diego Comic Con, and us being, you know, New Yorkers based in the Northeast, we usually have a big presence at New York Comic Con. Now, of course, the pandemic has not allowed us to do that the past year. They did come back, uh, last year, but we did not go to New York Comic Con this year. Uh, we will be going back this year. Shamari and I will be attending New York Comic Con this year. Uh, because of, you know, the pandemic still existing, there might not be necessarily the same uh, major coverage in terms of some of the video stuff that we do on YouTube. But we certainly will have a breakdown and stuff um, that will go up probably on our podcast and on YouTube of New York Comic Con. But Shamari, we we dealt with this thing today where they're rolling out this this program where you have to reserve panels, you know, now, I guess, a couple of weeks, a week before... Uh, The Comic-Con begins, and when I tell you that this was a mess, this was a debacle, this was just a flat-out train wreck today, so you're supposed to be able to, to log into a certain website and wait online to get access to reserve certain panels for the entire presentation, the entire convention, which in a vacuum, I don't think anybody really would, Beef about. I think that is a pretty decent idea. Mm-hmm. It kind of keeps the whole you gotta sit outside of a panel for six, seven hours to ensure mm-hmm. that you get a spot. It res- it gets rid of the fact that you gotta show up at six a.m. to get your badge. You know, um, uh, scanned you know, <laughs> uh, when when the doors open so that you can you know worry not have to worry about whether or not you'll be able to get into a panel. You'll know beforehand you'll be able to get in. So. I don't know if they do this at other cons or they've been doing this at San Diego Comic Con, but for for what I've seen, I, I thought this process made sense on paper. The execution putrid. Uh, the technology did not work very well. You had many people waiting uh, online or in line, whatever you say that. My girlfriend always makes jokes that I'm, I'd say it wrong. That you supposed to say you're in line, but whatever. You're you're in this virtual line, waiting to get access, and you got people on there that they said that wait time is more than an hour. Then all of a sudden the line is paused, then it's resumed, and then it's paused again. And then you have some people like myself and my my friend from Colt, my work, who, who work with, oh, you know, let's go on the app. And the app seemed to be working much better. So our wait times, you know, are lesser on the app. But then all of a sudden you're getting details for the 2021 Comic-Con and not this year's Comic-Con. So just an absolute mess and a debacle on all fronts. And Comic-Con, man, you guys got to get yourself together. You know, we love your event um well i I, you know we talk about your event a lot all the time and you know a lot of fans are really excited to get back who maybe didn't go last year because they were maybe wary of the health thing i feel like this one really feels more like comic con truly is back and have this situation play out where you got all these people tweeting online about you know what the hell's going on with this process it was embarrassing so uh, i just felt like we had to mention that shaman i know you got stuff to say on it but that was just a ridiculous thing we went through this afternoon
1: yeah it was really bad you know it was and I guess this is kind of our, our brief little story time i guess to start the to start the show yeah but yeah this was this was uh this was very messy you know like you said I mean way back in years past we had to just wait in line where you'd be waiting you know for an hour or two depending on how good you want your seats to be uh you know for these panels and you you, you it would end up the panels were so good that you would end up spending. Most of your day in line, right? And it, it or in line or in a panel, so you wouldn't even see anything else that was going on at the entire convention. Um, but and that's if you were that's if you were able, even able to go multiple days, right? Which some people aren't, some people can only go one day or, or two days or whatever, you know. Um, so then they set up the thing, like you said, where you can come in in the morning and do it. Which I, look, I don't, I don't love that, but that's better than this, you know. But I, but but it worked right. You, you come in in the morning, you wait, you know, every couple hours and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong. EJ. I can't think of really an instance in which we did that and we weren't able to see any panel that we wanted to see.
0: No, we've never gotten shut out or anything like that. Now, we were no. very good at being there early and stuff. But no, yeah, yeah. We've always we pretty much always gotten to whatever we wanted to get
1: to. Yeah, and it's not like even like we were first in line. Like we, there was a oh. lot of people in front of us, and we were still able to get into really every panel we wanted to. If you were, if you want, if you were visually, you really wanted to get into a panel, you were able to get into the panel. If you got, if you were there early, I don't think I didn't hate that system, you know. But but like you said, I mean, this in theory, this online thing is better, but it's better in theory, right? You gotta, you have, you have to have the resources and the capability. To make it work in practice, and it don't work. So they say they're gonna relaunch it later on this week or something like that. I don't see how you're gonna fix this in a few days, because it seems like they just don't have the server capacity. I don't know. I'm not in in in. I'm not a technician or with uh, information IT or anything like that. So I don't know. But if they could just get the resources they need or switch something around to make it work. Um, but yeah, this is this was a complete complete debacle. I am hoping that um, I don't even know. I don't even know what they can do. They they really should just change up the system entirely. Maybe make it maybe section it out for different panels or different different you know exhibitions instead of having it all be in one thing or something like that. Maybe split up the times or something because clearly yeah. they don't have the capacity to handle. Yeah, or even split up all the, the people.
0: Maybe just have, okay, you want to be yeah. on a Thursday panel? Here's this link for friday is that link i think you know as we talked about you know on the phone earlier today like you know a lot of people want to see various different things so like i I think everybody will get to go to wherever they want to go to as long as you're like up on when this thing gets relaunched but when you have so many people with so many interests maybe it might have made more sense to maybe split things up so that everyone everyone who's interested in everything isn't going to one centralized link
1: right yeah, especially and especially since it's clear that you your system can't handle it. That's like for me, it's like your system can't handle it. So pushing this back a few days or a week or whatever is not going to make this better. Like they need to change this process because the process won't work with with what with whatever I forget the company's name that they're working with, Truvi or something like that. They don't have the the capability to do this. Right. Clearly, it seems like they didn't last year. Because when you go on their social media, you see that they are posting about problems they were having last year. So I don't even know why they're still doing it this year, but they're still doing it this year, and they're still not capable of doing it. So re-repop and in, in Comic Con, they're messing up. They need to fix this whole process. And um, I was wondering, I was wondering, I was thinking earlier, I don't know why they would even think that something like this would work. T- they take whenever tickets go live, this joint crashes. So why would they think this would work? They can't even when you, if you when your tickets go live, your site crashes. <laughs> Why would you think that something like this would be better? Like, or at least have the forethought to be, guys, we really have to make sure this works. You know, and then have it be on like a Monday, the days where everyone is, or well, most people are like working. It just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. But what that's is my. What's right going
0: point. on here? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that's, that was, that's that, my, was uh, that was that was me, and Shamari.
0: That was me, and Shamari today, pretty much. Yeah. No. It, it, it. This. This. This did not work out well, obviously, and you know, I know that. I guess. I guess the frustration with it is, you know, Comic-Con is very strict with just like, hey, make sure you're early. Make sure you do all your P's and Q's. Make sure you have everything planned out because you have people who just show up and they, they, they do whatever they want, get into whatever panel they want. So, And so I, I understand that and I appreciate that sentiment, but it's hard to have that sentiment and then have stuff like this happen where you did everything right and something on your end that doesn't work out. So... Uh, hopefully they'll get their stuff together, uh, but yeah, that was not fun today. But um, Shamari, of course, again, on the podcast today. Obviously, uh, Kendall is with us on this podcast as well. Kendall, of course, didn't have to deal with any of this Comic-Con stuff because he won't be here. He's not in the Northeast to uh, go to Comic-Con this year, but Kendall is on the show, and, and I'm, I'm curious, Kendall, we have a pretty big slate today. What are you excited to talk about? Uh, I'm definitely excited to
2: talk X-Men.
0: Uh we got some
2: X Men stories, some some mutant related stories, so I'm excited to talk about that. Uh nothing concrete. Well something concrete, but nothing yeah necessarily concrete on uh the X-Men per se. But we love to uh we love to theorize for sure, uh and we love to speculate when it comes to potential stories, as opposed to talking about when the X Men will show up, which is a it's a whole nother conversation and an impossible thing to answer at this stage. Mm, right. Um so I'm excited to talk about that and speculate on the potential stories that we may be getting revolving around the X Men uh going forward. So yeah, I mean again, whenever we're talking X Men and we're not talking contracts,
0: uh <laughs> it's a good day for me. You're not talking contracts. We're talking, you know, you're not talking. Uh, you know, what when when certain people are allowed to shoot, you know, yeah, certain, dates, certain certain dates, embargoes. Yeah, we're not talking about that stuff. Yeah, It's usually more fun. And that's where this conversation will be going today. But we'll begin the conversation this week talking about Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. So, uh Marvel Studios President Kevin Feige addressed Marvel's handling of the T'Challa character following the death of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, when a Black Panther sequel was initially announced, Faye said the studio would not be recasting the role, pretty much retiring their character with Bozeman. Speaking with Empire Online, he further explained that decision in a way that have some believing there may be wiggle room for the character to return. He said, quote, it just felt like it was too, too soon to recast. Stanley always said that Marvel represents the world outside of your window. And we had talked about how as extraordinary and fantastical as our characters and stories are, there's a relatable and human element to everything we do. The world is still processing the loss of Chad and Ryan poured into that story poured that into the story. The conversations were entirely about yes, what do we do next? How do we how and how do how could the legacy of Chadwick and what he he had done to help Wakanda and the Black Panther become these incredible aspirational iconic ideals continue. That's what it was all about. So in these remarks, Feige seems to be emphasizing the timing of Chadwick's death in the reaction to say that they were not going to recast, which when you talk about timing, perhaps opens the window to that maybe there will be a future time where recasting would be appropriate. So Sham, I know you know we've you no know, we've gone back and forth on this a million times on this podcast. I know you've been very much in the camp of T'Challa should be recasted, so I'm very curious about what did you make of Kevin Feige's
1: comments today? Well, I mean, look, like like you said, EJ, we all kind of know how I feel. I I feel like you know, um, the the T'Challa character should be recast. Um, I'm hoping Feige is is was I don't know paying attention or someone close to him has been paying attention to what uh, the people who share the same opinion and who are include some of his own family Chadwick's own family members mm-hmm. have been saying ab- about this um and you know hopefully he's like okay you know that's this that makes sense you know that that at, that eventually in the MCU we can have another Black Panther. Right. Like, we're not, you know, even he says too soon. It's like we're not waiting like, you know, 20 years, you know, like we have in, in this current day MCU. We can have another Black Panther, you know. Um. So, I mean, he doesn't go into all that. I would hope that that's what he means. Is that OK, maybe this movie, he's not the Black Panther But, you know, maybe, you know, after the next Avengers, I don't know, whatever, maybe some sometime, some relatively soon um, that we can get another T'Challa Black Panther. Um, Because, yes, of course, Chadwick did a great job. I, you know, of course, we want to honor his legacy is is it's very sad what happened to him, obviously. You know, I'm not saying he just, you know, what happened to him. Oh, he's just some replaceable piece or whatever, but. But, you know, eventually, I mean, th- we're also trying to tell this character's story as well. It doesn't, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it makes sense to just dump the character as well this is a good character. And Chadwick did a fantastic job of portraying this great character on screen. Um, and other people can do the same thing, um, you know, just in terms of other people can portray this character well. This is a good character that should be used. Um, and doing so doesn't disrespect Chadwick's memory. Doesn't do anything like that. So you know. So hopefully that's just this is just him seeing that and understanding that, and um, you know, and just and just you know, not you not using this time to just okay. Well, now we're done with this character forever. Like no, we should go back to this character and continue using 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 um this character. So that's what I'm hoping. Uh, to get from these comments um i mean i think i think that's what he's i think i feel like that's just the momentum of the moment i feel like we're we're we i think i feel like we kind of know that to just dump this character completely doesn't make sense it, or you know it's not or it just it it doesn't seem advisable and i think ej you know you've mentioned before that you you kind of agree with that as well yes i do so yeah so so i think that's i think that's that's what Feige is, is alluding to here. And I think that's that's what we'll see.
0: So the interesting question I have about this, Kendall, <clears throat> is because to make my my stance on this clear, I was 100 percent for not immediately recasting child. I didn't think that made any sense. I thought that would have been too soon. I thought that would have been disrespectful. I thought that there was a way to continue the story while also still having a Black Panther and then bringing him back child. I thought all these things could happen. I thought, we could all, I thought we could all have our cake and eat it too. And what's interesting about how this news is being received, and even the way Shamari's uh, seeing it, and you guys could totally be right. I could be totally wrong on this. But I've always said that I thought that they would go back to the child. I didn't care what the hell Feige was talking about when he said that we're never going to recast cast child. It just didn't make any sense. Sometimes when things don't make sense, it's because they're not going to happen. And it seemed like every time they were asked about it since, maybe it wasn't Feige, but I think there was a producer on there that was like, well, there's there's no child in this earth. There just always seemed to be some kind of caveat or some weird thing that kind of never fully deaded the idea of child ever returning, with the exception of that original announcement from Feige. And then maybe, you know, subsequent comments after that. I've always thought that the child was coming back. So I don't necessarily see this as they've heard the calls and now they're shifting gears. I don't see it that way, though I know some people will. I think that this always was the plan. I think as we get closer to this movie, and I quite frankly, I think as we get closer to whatever's going to happen with the multiverse changing everything with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think they're more inclined to kind of hint towards, hey, there will be another T'Challa most likely, but I didn't necessarily take this as a switch from Marvel. I mean, it is a switch because from what their public stance was, but I, I I thought this was always the plan. So I guess when it comes to whether I was surprised or not, I wasn't that surprised from what I was, I'm hearing. I think that I I always wonder if it made sense for Marvel to come out and make that blanket statement from the beginning. That may be the one thing that I I don't know if I would co-sign today. Um, because they didn't have to to. you know like they they They, could they could have just said said, right now now, we have no plans to recast recast child and when you by saying that you're saying it's right now you're saying that you don't have plans i think that kind of accomplishes anything you want i think to kind of do this we're never gonna recast Chala ever again because of chadwick's legacy whenever he's talking extremes you then open yourself up to very uh very charged responses for people who do want to see the child of return. And by the way, shout out to the, uh, recap the child of movement as being like a pretty cool, like really like positive movement. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we talk about like how terrible, like the Snyder cup people were like, this was not that this was uh very calm. This was uh really positive. This was, and I'm glad that they, they did get, their voice heard and embraced in a way without having to resort to some of the nonsense we saw from the, the Snyder Cut movement. But the way I take this is, I think this is a plan that kind of always was in place. And I think that Marvel's handling this from the beginning was probably a little clumsy in hindsight. I think that in the day, in that day, I think they were fine. A lot of people agreed with their decision, quite frankly. And I do agree with their decision not to recast them initially. I totally think that's the right move. I think it would have been nuts to have a, new person playing T'Challa in this new movie that would have been insane but I do think that how they handled this initially probably wasn't the best But in terms of their public stance where do you stand on this Kendall when it comes to a what Feige said and b you know do, do you feel like this is something that was always cooking or do you feel like this is something where they shifted gears man EJ EJ where do where do I stand (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> no i mean i know it's just i just not necessarily where you stand just what what, do you, is, what do you think is what do you think's happening
2: you know because yeah, I, no. I think that people um, are
0: interpreting this in very different ways which i find fascinating
2: yeah no i mean first you know obviously our our, our dad's also a big 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 believer in the recast the child movement mm-hmm. uh since day one so you know i'm sure he's listening and, and uh i think that that you know that that this entire movement, like you said e j uh, is is you know there's there are those core people that have believed it since day one, like like our dad like Shumari, uh you know and, and and the rest of the people in the movement um and I give those people a lot of credit because at at the time it was not a popular opinion uh, no I mean you know at the time. You know, obviously, there was a lot of emotion involved, uh, of course, and the, you know, the popular thing would be to to
0: say, you can't recast, you know, be disrespectful to Chadwick. Uh, yeah, I mean, remember at that time, Ken, people were like, people even talking about what the next movie's about to be, like, shut up. Like, that was it. Yeah. It was like, what's wrong with you? The man just died. Yeah. And yeah. you're talking about what, does, the, mean, the, the, the what the only, does it mean with the Marvel only Cinematic universe? Opinion, the only
2: opinion you were allowed to have in the in the court of public opinion at the time was was, well, they definitely can't recast. You know, like that's not even in the it's not even in the discussion. Or else you're, you know or else you're you're it's sacrilegious. Uh but there were those people that were that were that were standing firm. It was it was um it, you know when it wasn't popular, and at I mean at this stage of the game, I mean that now is the 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 much much louder, much bigger uh, I think uh, opinion now is that Marvel needs to recast. I think the people that feel like they shouldn't recast, I don't know if they care anymore. You know, <laughs> I mean there are still those people that are probably out there, but for the most part, I feel like now that the emotions have. uh you know, they're obviously still there to a degree, but they're not nearly as strong or as raw as they were um, a few years ago. You know, I think now people are a little more calculated, in how, you know, and how you're thinking about it. And you're just, you know, uh, I mean, you just think about the the history of the child character. You think that, you know, yes, he should be should be back at some point. Yeah. Um, and that that was, I uh, you know, uh, similar to EJ. I, I, I've always thought. Um, if I were game planning it, that yeah, I mean, we talk about you know bringing back T'Challa versus bringing back other heroes that we've had, um, the Batman's, the Superman's, uh, the Spider-Man's. I I, I would always say that you know, obviously the MCU is unique in how it's been done, um, but that. There, there's definitely going to be room for other tatalos in the future um, right and in the in the current the current way in which they were doing the MCU it would have been would have been awkward obviously uh clearly they don't care when it when it when it comes to the Hulk uh about that being awkward but right um but it would it would have been awkward, and obviously that right. the circumstances. If right. Ed, Ed Orton
0: had died. That might have been a little. Yeah, dangerous. yeah,
2: exactly. I was yeah, the, the circumstances regarding the recasting of the Hulk is, is obviously different. Uh, you know, Orton had not made nearly the impact on the MCU that Bozeman had at the time.
0: But and in fact, and in fact, everybody hated Marcus, him within the, within the company. That was a yeah, whole big thing. Yeah, he exactly. like, was
2: unlikable. Of
0: course, of course. and so. You know, there's all those
2: things, and there's always differences in in in, in situations. But, but yeah, no. I, I but I think overall, um, you know, I think Marvel. I mean, you're right, EJ. I mean, you talk about what Nate Moore said. That was one of the first beacons, uh, you know, a producer at Marvel Studios where he was talking about, yeah, you know, the last we've seen of Chala and the Six One Six. Yeah. <laughs> But doesn't necessarily, you know, at the time he said that and we didn't really know what he was talking We We kind of knew what he was talking about. We didn't really I knew know what he was talking about. about. But, um, yeah. but like now when you see the multiverse in its full yeah. picture, you know, it's very clear. I think I said it during Comic-Con. I don't know if I said it on the show, but I talked about it uh, with Shamari. I talked about it. I don't know if I talked about it with you, EJ, but I talked about it with our dad. I felt very confident. After Comic Con, that we were going to get T'Challa back, uh, because when you start talking
0: about a multiverse, um, like that honestly is is one of the main purposes. Yeah, it's like how do you not how do you not how do you not do them at that point? Yeah, like at that point, yeah, like yeah. There, the, I'm sure other multiverses have a, have a Wakanda. They're not going to have yes, a T'Challa. That, this is already, yeah, already does make any sense. Spider Man. So, uh,
2: so yeah, I think that's honestly I think that's one of the big. Uh, it's one of the big functions that I think potentially a secret wars movie or something will have will be giving us a new Black Panther long term. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I, you know I think um, I think Black Panther's in a in a weird in a, it's in a weird spot obviously because we have Wakanda forever and you know obviously nobody knows what the future holds for franchise in the short term. Um, would have have been better for this movie? I like, it's hard. I, the recasting when it comes to this movie, particularly so hard, I, you know, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault the people that are making this movie that didn't want to recast Just mm. you know, you know, I mean, that's, 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 that's a personal thing, you know, at that point. I mean, I mean, you know, obviously it's a, it's a, it's a product and it's a, it's a, it's a whatever you want to call it, a, a a character that has a lot of fans um but you know they also uh they're also making their their movie how they want to make it so yeah I don't know I mean it's 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 a, it's it's a it's a very nuanced conversation um but my 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 opinion of what's gonna happen is I, I think we're gonna get a T'Challa um I don't know if it's you know three years from now I don't know if it's five years from now. Well, if it's seven, I would say it's somewhere in that that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um but you know the the the, the 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 question I guess would be you know the way they do it is it gonna be something that, that people are, are happy with? You know, the same people that, that want to recast, is it gonna be uh in a way that, that that they're happy with? So um I mean we'll see. But uh but I, I also feel like the Black Panther, um, the Black Panther character, uh, it, it has it has a lot of it has a lot of upside, um, beyond what we saw in the first movie, and so I think That's for it. sure they're, they 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 have they have quite a quite a bit, quite a lot of plans for this character. Yeah. And last I'll say real quick is that, uh, I think. With, I don't think that the Letitia write stuff. Uh, I don't think it made their decision or their mindset... I don't think it made their decision-making process harder.
0: You don't... Right, in terms of saying that we will go back to at some point. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, were,
2: they were struggling with, ah, do we just go with Shuri or do we...
0: Right. Maybe
2: recast? I don't know. It's a tough conversation. Yeah, because it's I hard think. to recast two characters if you had to Because we ask there. ourselves, well... You know, what has changed from that point to now that would change Marvel, like, let's say, going back to Disney Investor Day in 2020, what has changed beyond just the basic time of being able to deal with the grief uh, regarding Chadwick's passing, it's, you know, well, you don't feel nearly good about Letitia Wright. Yeah,
0: it's right and it's this movement. Those are the two things.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say more people are coming out now as well. Of course you have Chadwick's yeah, brother coming actual, out, you got other an actual, people coming out.
0: The natural,
2: you know, stage of grieving where people, you know, you know, they start to uh heal mentally. Uh but other than that it's it's,
0: it's uh the teacher right. Yeah. No, I, I, I was gonna say I think that I I think that if if there is something that has happened I think right and her alleged, and again, we don't know what's going on. We only get these reports and these rumors. But her alleged erratic behavior, I think that definitely could have been. It was definitely erratic behavior this. on Twitter. Uh,
2: that was not. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> the behavior, we did see some of it. So that's so fair. fair. I mean more of the erratic behavior I'm behind saying. the scenes. Because that's what it was also being reported. And the issues with them still being, being able to shoot certain things. Yes. <laughs> And their issue with them being able to shoot certain things and delays and stuff apparently because of her. So I think that if there if there, if I'm wrong and that there was a change, I think there's a great chance that that had a factor. I'm not saying it was all, but I mean because what we saw what we saw with that whole situation. The other thing um, the other thing I want to highlight real quick
2: is Feige's in Feige's quote. He says it just felt like it was much too soon to recast. I think the the past tense say it was, as opposed to say it is much too soon. suggests they yeah. made their decision at some point. Like yeah, yeah, I think they, they don't they, know yeah. when it's, they they probably know when it's going to be. I, they may not may not be in, it's not going to be in this movie, but they know it's coming.
0: And if I had to go back in my head and think, well, why would they do the way they do it, the way they did it? I think that you know, I, I don't I don't think it was the right decision. And and I think I've said that in the past, but I, I definitely now today think think that was the right decision to say it how they did it. But I think in their head they thought that if we just put this thing to bed, we don't got to ask more questions about it. We don't have to have this be an ongoing yes. thing where people because that that also can get very that could get very tasteless too. You know where this this man is is about to be buried or is just been buried in. You know this this scooper says that they got the scoop on who the next child is gonna be. This scooper has a thing on when Marvel's gonna recast. Like like they're like this is not an easy job, and I try to. And I know we're very critical of Kevin. We're very critical, of whoever's running DC. But I, I try to keep that in mind. So these are not like just easy calls one way or another, especially something this delicate. So when I think of when I see something I thought was wrong, I think okay, well, what made them do that? And I do wonder you know, Kendall, you know, knows for sure now, but um I was think in sports, like, you know, it's almost when you have an NFL team that says, you know, uh, look, you know, this guy's our quarterback and we're riding with him. Even oh, though yeah. even though it's like I mean, he don't look that great and I mean if Tom Brady came came available, I'm sure it well, yeah, <laughs> would make a call. But like, I think like <laughs> but, like but like to say, oh well, you know, we're always open open our options, well now that creates a whole different yeah that creates a whole different crisis
2: you know what i'm saying yeah, that 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 and we've always made we always make the the cuz i honestly I think the industry is very similar uh, yeah they are <laughs> there's a lot of similarities but I, you know i think we've learned if you if you follow sports you, you know i mean you know <laughs> sports teams sports franchises you know the, in terms of messaging like they don't they don't they you know, a lot of times they're 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 not always going to tell you uh <laughs> they're not always going to tell you the truth um, of course not yeah because it's not in their best interest but when it comes to marvel they they do they're doing the same thing you know like i mean kevin feige has in, in many ways implored it you know and has empowered his actors to lie if yes. he be. um so uh so yeah i mean if if now i honestly think that there has been a shift in at so you, I think you it's...
0: agree you yeah. agree more with sham that there there has been a shift I, I do believe there's been a shift
2: in their mindset. I think that they initially did not have plans to recast. We're not thinking about it. I think they were thinking about it in the sense of, yes, yeah, so they are thinking about it because it's, it's a, it was a corporation or whatever, but they're not, they weren't, they weren't in the process of really discussing recasting. Um, and I think that that had changed. I think that's changed as they've, they've themselves have, you know, have, have healed. And as they've, Probably monitored and felt the the conversation has shifted um, in the public eye. I think that they've they've for sure now, because they wouldn't have said anything like this two years ago. I mean, they wouldn't they wouldn't touch it. Absolutely. Oh uh, yeah, you know, it's too soon. Two months ago, but yeah, <laughs> like now now they're 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 openly you know again the comments about oh that version of T'Challa and right you know, talking yeah. about multiverses like this was not the conversation two years ago the two years no. ago like put the character to bed you know move on you know we're, we're doing other stuff when it comes to black panther and no. that's not what they're that's not their messaging now that we're getting now
0: that is true and shan i want to give you the final word on this um well yeah what what, what do you feel in terms of um this shift that you feel that 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 has happened and do you feel like there is a timeline that you think would make sense, or do you predict where we will see T'Challa again?
1: Um. Uh, I mean, it's hard to really predict. I mean, if I had to guess, I'd say maybe during the, whatever the next Avengers crisis is. Yeah. If it, um,
0: uh, Secret Wars?
1: Yeah, Secret Wars. Um, but... I mean, honestly, at this point, I mean, I think the sooner the better, um, because I don't like not having a, a T'Challa Black Panther in my MCU, <laughs> you know, so, like, hopefully, you know, like, and I said, I was, you know, of course, uh, you know, myself, my dad and others have been kind of saying from the beginning, like, I don't think this character needed, you know, we, I don't think we needed this, like, um this this thing where where it was just presumed that we would never ever have another or that or that for however many years (laughs) you know we're just not gonna do a black panther but we'll we'll still do captain america and spider-man and all these other guys like no or a t'challa black panther right no you know like that's not that's not okay you know like and i don't think it should have taken this long to, to realize that that's not okay uh, you know, I mean, that's just how I personally feel about it. So, I mean, the sooner I think it's just the sooner the better.
0: Okay. Well, staying on the Black Panther: Wakanda Forever movie, very interesting comments coming out of a uh, uh, of this same uh, well, I don't know if it's the same out, article, but Empire Online got to talk to uh, Tina Acuero who plays Neymar in this movie, and he confirmed in this in this uh, article that Neymar is a mutant. Which is so weird, because I don't know if you guys have actually seen this article, but there's, like, no other details other than that. Like, <laughs> I'm reading this article, <laughs> like, trying to figure out Kendall, you know, I saw the tweet, but Kendall had reminded me that we should talk about this today. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, while we're, we're, we're doing the show and while we're preparing, I, I was like, let me, like, scour and see what other details did he say. And we don't even have a quote from him. It just says, according to Huerta, his or is indeed a mutant. And then it just goes to a whole different thing about Kevin Feige. They just move on. It's just like dropping a big, big, you know, woge bomb, so to speak. And then just say, all right, well, bye. And then no more details on that. And to be fair, maybe we don't want to know more details on that. Maybe I didn't want to no know details about this here. I think that's where Kendall's going to go um, with this uh, conversation. But uh, I actually toss this back to Sham as well. Because since, you know, I, I, Kendall had a lot of the last word for the Black Panther stuff with T'Challa. What do you think of of Namor being confirmed as a mutant one just just in face on on the face on the surface that he's a mutant in the MCU, but then two that uh, this was
1: announced in Empire. Um, it's interesting that this would be announced like this. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure. I guess it. I guess that's something that that. Uh, for whatever reason, they didn't feel they didn't want to surprise anyone about it, or 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 it'll probably still surprise a lot of people because not everyone reads magazine magazines like that or follows it that, that closely. But that th- this isn't going to be something that's like that's going to be like a big reveal later. You know, like it, it seems right. like you know this is gonna you know be introduced and then it's gonna be on to the next thing. Um. So I mean, that's I, I mean I think that's pretty interesting. Um. In terms of him being a, a mutant in general, I mean, I think it's nice, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's similar to the Miss Marvel thing. It's like, all right, so w- where's the X Men? <laughs> yeah. oh, like, that's kind of what the <laughs> that's what we're waiting for, you know. And I, I mean, they could say, oh, actually, guess guess what, guys, Reed Richards is a mutant. It's like, I mean, okay, that's cool, but where's the X Men? <laughs> you know, like right. I don't. You know like that's not uh i mean the word mutant isn't just enough to you know scratch that itch you know like you know we want the x-men we want professor x magneto wolverine uh, mystique storm cyclops all beast all the the x-men you know so we keep getting these teases and we keep you know so i don't know look there's nothing we can do about it at this point in time but you know, that's what that's what fans are waiting for. You know, Feige just you know, and the rest of the Marvel team is just, you know, content to just do this slow, steady drip, you know, everyone's just waiting just waiting for the actual water to come out. So I don't know. It's all right, but I am not going crazy over it.
0: Yeah, that's funny, Kendall, I kinda of, I think Schamar makes a great point there. That like perhaps this thing is such a nothing burger in the movie that like it doesn't matter to say that he's a mutant. Um but then in that one, that makes me wonder okay, how will they explain that he's a mutant in the movie? Do they even explain that he's a mutant in the movie somehow? Or, you know, is it alluded to some way? Like, obviously, if you watched Miss Miss Marvel, there was that, you know, X Men 97 theme that played, and you knew exactly what was going on. Are we going to get the X Men 97 theme in this movie? I, I don't think we will, considering they're just willing to announce it in this very mundane kind of way. What What do you feel about this confirmation? That Namor and is Namor, a mutant in
2: the MCU. I'd like to think that uh, this Black Panther Wakanda Wakanda Forever movie forever be a little more highbrow than the Black <laughs> X-Men 97-D. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, wow, we're going, we're going for an Oscar here? <laughs> but, um... But, no. Uh, I think Namor... I think Namor is, uh... Namor being a mutant is... I Look, I, I, I agree with you, EJ, that I feel like we're probably leaning down the, the path of it not meaning much, which is why we're hearing about it. This is this kind of stuff has happened before, you know, where like you know miscellaneous. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we talk about in the show all the time. You know, mm-hmm. an actor will be like, "Yeah, my character is actually, you know, you know, he was actually in the X Men, you know, prior to this movie," and it's, you know, you realize it wasn't it had nothing to do with the movie, which is why they said it. Um, and so that you know, it's like it's not a spoiler. You know, though yeah. I think that that is probably the deal here. Uh, cause if it was a spoiler, um, I mean, you, you you almost like to think that, like, I mean, you know, I don't know what 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 the process is between Marvel Studios and Empire, but I almost feel like tell them to take it down or tell them to cut that out of the article. They're they're doing the whole Adam Schefter. We're editing. We're editing our own uh, interviews. But um, but no, I feel like. You know, in terms of what this means, I'm 100% in Shamari's camp, where, to me, this means nothing. Honestly, to me, I think that what this is telling me is that it's just pouring more and more fuel to what is still a very small fire, but it's pouring a lot of gas in that very small fire that Marvel can't use the X-Men, you know? Mm -hmm. So they've got to use, like, the most... Like the the, the 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 people that are mutants that nobody cares about them being mutants, you know. <laughs> like, right. Namor being a mutant isn't important,
0: you know. Yeah, Namor uh, being a mutant is just kind of like a fun fact. Yes,
2: one hundred percent.
0: It's something on Wikipedia where you're like, oh, I didn't know that. And not nah, and not and just for the people that are like, oh, you guys don't know. I know that you know they recently did do. Uh, an X Men where he was much more involved with the team and things like that. I, I understand that. I'm a, a big X Men fan. <laughs> for the people that were insulted by that comment, but it, for the the rest of the 70 years, Namor has been in the MCU in the Marvel comics. Like I said, it's it's no a need to apologize. DJ. Yeah, uh, I just want to put that out there because you know there are those people that no need to say, apologize. what what about the? You didn't watch read Dark X Men? You didn't. If read, those, if those I know, same idiots, I read it all, and I, I
2: don't like calling people idiots. But if those same idiots don't don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to, to to make Namor the second mutant
0: in the MCU.
2: <laughs> I had a professor, for like, for, and for Cotton Professor X. I had a Wolverine, Cyclops, you know, Storm, Jean Grey. The list goes on and on. <laughs> then read an X Men comic. So that's what. I, that's yeah, what they, I they
0: yeah. Then, then stop reading Dark X Men and read the other X Men, other yeah. thousands yeah, of X Men comics X-Men were, were number one. Or yeah. any X Men number one, but. Um,
2: but no, when it comes to, when it comes, but yeah, so that's, that's my take on this is that, um, it just, it it's more fuel to this idea that they can't use those characters. So they got to use Namor, they got to use Miss Warble, you know, they're bringing in Sabra, you know, they're going to Madripoor, they're doing all the little stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, they're doing the, the Ralph Boner, you know, because they can't do, they can't do the big stuff. And, uh, cause that doesn't make any sense. You know, I mean, using Namor in and of itself is a good idea. You know, and I don't think anybody's upset that they're using Namor. I don't think anybody's upset that he's a villain of Black Panther kind of forever. Um, But if, if you're going to make a deal out of the fact that he's a mutant,
0: like Shamari said, nobody, absolutely nobody cares if it has nothing to do with the X-Men. It's funny, I mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, Kendall was saying that, you know, they think that Black Panther would be a little more highbrow than using the X-Men theme in the Black Panther movie. I, just, I was also thinking, I think Louis Gor- Gorbanson, who does the score and all the music for Black Panther, I think he'd rather have his arms cut off than have a oh, yeah. random X-Men theme play. The yeah, scenes. I think we're more likely to hear his Mandalorian theme than we already hear <laughs> X-Men 97. Yeah, man. Shout out to Louis Gorbanson. You know, I've been a huge fan of his for a long time because I'm a huge Child's a fan, as is Shamari, and he's been... He was Charles Gambino's primary producer in his Alive's early work. See his glow up is amazing. And see the work he's done on, uh, like you mentioned, The Mandalorian and now uh, the Black Panther movies. Just phenomenal stuff. I want to make sure I give him a shout out there. And thinking about the music that we be playing in this movie thing, yeah, we won't get X-Men 97 here. Um, yeah, I feel like to me, now, and while I did joke around about Namor being, being a fun fact, I do like when the Marvel comics are able to kind of throw in that and kind of have fun stories with namor maybe not necessarily with the x-men but no them having to pull up and ask him for help with some stuff and having to remind him he's a mutant and things like that i i feel like i like that they're establishing he's a mutant because i think it, it gives you future storytelling options that you just wouldn't have if you decided to not go that route it doesn't mean that um I, again i think he should be a member of the x-men i don't uh it doesn't mean that you know, I, I want him to have a, a major factor in the upcoming X Men movies. I don't. But we know, again, the strength of the Marvel cinematic universe is that it is a shared universe. So anytime you're able to connect things or lay tea leaves for the future, as we say in wrestling, you do your long term booking, it, it, it's smart to do so. So establishing Namor as a mutant now, not sure I would have done it in this article, but it, it, the, reason, the fact that they're doing it and Faye's telling him that he can say this and that I'm sure they told Empire they could ask him this. It, it makes me think that he wanted this out there for some reason. I, I have no idea why. The only thing I can think of is maybe they just, he realized that they just really didn't do a great job of like establishing that in the movie and he wanted just this to be out there and then people could not worry about it or ask the questions or have to deal clearly, with it in the aftermath. Clearly Kevin Feige or somebody more told him this explicitly. Yeah, yeah, he not, yeah, he, ain't, he's not, he's not freestyling. Yeah, yeah,
2: clearly they told him this, which means that they're yeah, thinking my... about
0: it. And I'm almost certain that they would have, because I mean, it, like, literally, again, the next paragraph is is a Kevin Feige quote. So I, you know, they confirmed this with Feige. I'm sure they then asked Kevin, "Is this true?" And you know, Kevin might not have been on the record where he said, "Yeah, it's true." You know, so yeah. I'm giving Empire that much clout as a you know reputable news source that they would do that kind of journalism, which is really just basic journalism on one, literally so yeah i mean I, I think that that marvel had a plan to make this be known and make this a thing this week it's up to you guys to determine why that is we we've given us our best guesses but it is inter- interesting nonetheless and it was important to mention for the show Shout out to kind of make sure and reminding me that this had happened today as well um staying on the x-men note So, while it appears we could be a ways away from seeing the Children of the Atom in the MCU, one outlet says it knows where Marvel is heading when it comes to inspiration for its next X-Men movie. According to Screen Geek, the MCU's X-Men will be based on Josh Whedon's Astonishing X-Men run in the comics, which happened in the early 2000s. That was a team that consisted of Cyclops, Wolverine, Shadowcat, Colossus, Beast, and Emma Frost. Some of the highlights... Of that run included the romantic relationship between Scott Summers and Emma Frost evolving, the reuniting of Kitty Pride and Peter Rasputin who had been long, uh, you know, had been a long-term relationship in the '80s, and they had reestablished that in this run. And what I thought was interesting is the establishing of Charles Xavier as even more of a morally ambiguous character than maybe even previous iterations. So it is a I've only got to read a little bit of Astonishing, but it is one of the best X-Men runs in in a long time. Uh, I think, I feel like the the late 90s X-Men felt started to get really stale. And it, they really kind of turned the tide, really with the new X-Men. But then Astonishing Joss uh, really just kind of took it to another level. And a lot of the canon for the X-Men for the years beyond that run stayed. You know, with Cyclops and Emma Frost and... And and uh, particularly that relationship for sure, which had never been broached until this run, at least in terms of being a, a real relationship. You know, of course, again, there were hints to it in the previous new X-Men comic book run. Sham, do you like the idea of the MCU taking this team to the big screen?
1: I'm surprised they didn't want to touch Joss Whedon after all this stuff with his. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's funny, a, right? We didn't
0: get a credit. Is this I mean, look, I, I I think it has to be said. Um, and if shot to John Cassie, too, he also wrote this, these books as well. Um, I mean, I, I can be the only one that thought, will they bring back Josh to do the movie or do something with this movie?
1: No, they can't bring him back. To the movie. <laughs> I, I can't um, imagine,
0: but they're literally taking, if this is true, they're literally taking maybe his best work maybe his yeah, best work i know i know, I know people yeah, say buffy or whatever this might be his best work and they're saying and he's uh he's a marvel legend whatever you think of him he is a marvel legend he did the first avengers movie so there's no arguing that so there was know, a part of me those. that wondered you know could he be uh could he be could this be uh, you know a homecoming situation yeah, yeah, he, he would, would have to be a be a re- a rehabil- could a, could it, yeah could it be, be- <laughs> <Breth> for <Farr, laughs> getting his number getting his uh number in the ring of honor or something like that you know
1: you know, this would be this would have to be a, a different Joss Whedon than the one that we have heard a lot about.
0: Lately. You know, is, is USC inviting uh, USC inviting Reggie Bush back to the to the Coliseum? Like,
1: I don't, I don't know. I am just saying. Yeah, this would this would uh you know, so you know, if they did bring him back, this would have to be a different situation, a very different situation than uh, you know the, uh, any other re- the other recent situations we've read about uh, with Joss Whedon. Um, and there would no doubt be a lot more scrutiny, uh, you know, or at least I would hope so, right? That people will be paying more attention to, uh, what's going on on those sets and, and, uh, how, you know, the different actors and actresses are being treated. So that, that would be problematic to me. So I don't think they're bringing him back, but, um, but I, I mean, just in terms of the idea and just the, you know, the subject matter, I mean, and, and, uh. I mean, I would be, I mean, I'd be cool with it. Um, it I think it would be different. Um, you know, I mean, having this Professor X, I mean, the closest thing we've had to a, a morally great Professor X, I think is in, uh, particularly on screen, is uh, is the uh, Days of Future Past, I think, probably. Um, right. And... Um, but that was more of a broken professor. Yeah, that was more. Yeah, that, yeah. It's, again, that was more of a broken professor actually who yeah, just this, wasn't, this professor actually who wasn't willing his, to do anything to help. Right.
0: Um, yeah, this one establishes him more of like he'll make he'll he'll make some calls that are very questionable that he will see as the greater good. Like you know, right. like you know, like one of the things that I read was like he had that the team realized that he had some that they they at some point realized that uh cerebral had become like fully I guess the word is the word sentient I guess where like, mm-hmm. it like, had a full personality and right. full idea of what it was and essentially realized that it had been held captive for decades. And Fresh X was like, uh, yeah, okay, but anyway, we still need you to find these mutants, so you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and Team's like, oh, uh, what the F? Like, Cerebro's been a slave for the last 30 years? And he's like, we need to find these mutants. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's right. a very fascinating, again, it's a very fascinating look, and I think we've seen... I think since then we've seen Professor X in the comics do more of this shady crap, and and even stuff he did in the past to be more shady. And I think it's it's presenting a more nuanced look at Charles than we had before.
1: Yeah, I, I do think I do think Professor X is better when he has a more um a bit of a harder edge, a little bit to him. You know, because he's a little bit too yeah. much of just the just the. You know, just the kinda kinda jolly kind of father figure a little bit. Kind of wise. Yeah, he's, the, he's the the ultimate optimist. Yeah, ultimate oh. optimist. And um you know, when the X Men are faced with so much, quite frankly, just consistent, you know, uh, you know, rejection and tragedy and mm-hmm. you know, the mutant race, you know, and, and then they, they continue to like be raped. You know uh, Magneto and stuff, who certainly isn't like an angel, but you know, he's he's a he's is a, a, a sympathetic figure, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like you know Professor X is like all this stuff, and it's like I mean, can you really? Just, so it's like it gets to a point where it, you know you just you would just it's it's fun. I would say to see a Professor X that kind of can see both sides, um, both sides of that coin. So I think that would be fun. I think it'd be fun to kind of mix up the team a little bit. So. Uh, so I mean, I think it'd be, I think it'd be fine I, as long as is not involved. That's kind of, that's just kind of the gross kind of uh, potential mm-hmm. there. But outside of that, I think, I think it's good.
0: What about, what about you, Kendall? How do you see, um, how do you see this situation with Atsanti X Men potentially being an inspiration for a new X Men uh, movie? Um,
2: I think it's, I think it's interesting. Um, you know, obviously we've talked about when it comes to Kevin Feige. He, he said on record, talking about Spider Man, that one of the one of the big uh, one of the big areas of focus for him was doing stuff that hasn't necessarily been done before. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to re adapting his version in the MCU, um, and that's something that will likely apply to the Fantastic Four to a certain degree. We've had also had two other versions, and likely apply to the X Men. We've also had two other versions. Um, so I think one one major difference is a is a much I would expect it's going to be a much stronger focus on on Cyclops as a character. Uh, maybe yeah. a little less. I, mean, I wouldn't say a little less focus on Wolverine because I think we all understand Wolverine's a money maker, so they're not going to go away from Wolverine. But um, you know, position him differently than he, was, than he was positioned in the X Men movie in the in the Fox movies where he was that he respects the leader, uh right? And so, um, sure. uh, yeah. that that that'll probably be different, and 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 that's sort of suggested here. And I think another main main difference is uh Emma Frost being a being yeah, a, yeah. a major factor. I mean, you know, she has an appearance in X Men First Class. She has a role in X Men First Class. Um part of the she's also, uh, she's also in a
0: wolverine origins movie if you forget
2: oh yeah I guess, uh, like a teenager right right <laughs> um it, it,
0: none of it no it's the same person but <laughs> it, it makes no sense yes, <laughs> that did it. just to remind folks that did happen yeah <laughs> there was an emma that went crystal it definitely was emma frost
2: yeah, yeah exactly um yeah definitely the same person but uh but when it came but obviously she has two appearances in, in x-men movies
0: both roles very forgettable, um, mm-hmm. and none of them it sucks. Cause wasn't Jan, wasn't January Jones the first yes. one in in a uh, first class, and that was a really good casting, and they just didn't but, do yeah. anything with it. Um, but you know this is this is a character
2: that depending on the on the on the story, uh, is a is a I mean is a major character, and I was Absolutely. actually um, there's actually so, there's a person online that has like really has like they they do like they made, like, a, like, title card concepts for, like, a ton of X-Men projects, and they actually have little blurbs about each project that they made, and, you know, like, like, they have, I mean, they have, they, like, one of them, like, I mean, the I, it, it's a whole thing, I'll probably have to send it to you guys, where they, you know, they go over, like, these 15, 20 X, potential X-Men projects, uh, in their head, and, like, really good graphics of, like, potential title cards, and, um, you know, like there's an Emma Frost show, and like a lot of the X-Men movies that they uh, conceptualize, that Emma Frost is a big character, and it's like it, it's so weird, so so weird to see considering, like again, the Fox movies for, for largely ignored her as a character, um, mm-hmm.
0: but like you know, but there there are Emma really, Frost plays of,
1: a plays a pretty prominent role in a uh, Wolverine the X-Men. Yes, Wolverine um, did, yes. X-Men. Probably the she biggest... was also
0: was inspired by Assange. yes yes well probably one of the bigger i would
2: i would i would say the biggest role she's had uh on on any uh extended media beyond comics and I'd agree with that um yeah no and, and you know I just feel like uh if you're trying to go away from Dean Ga- the gene the gene gray character uh you know I think that that's a that would be a big difference because obviously Jean Grey, similar to Wolverine, you know, positioned as you know, arguably the most important character so yeah, the, the chosen one, quote-unquote, of the,
0: the Fox X-Men movies. Really yeah, in two, in two different iterations. Yeah. So Think about that.
2: if you want to go away from that, um, there are ways that you can, you can definitely differentiate from what Fox did while still including her character, uh, but if you, if you wanted to go steer far away from it, then just you know don't have her in the initial movie, and be like don't have her a part of the initial X-Men, and it'll be very clear that this is not
0: your Fox's X-Men. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think you nailed it. I think I think you nailed it right on the head, Kendall, with uh, Faye wanting to do things different in new projects he starts that have already been done before. So X-Men, of course, has been done before a lot in the last 20 years. And it's like, how do you do things different? And, you know, one of the linchpins of the X-Men movies was the love relationship between Scott and Gene and really the love triangle between Scott, Gene, and, and, and Logan. And how do you you want to take, do, do it real different? Just take one of them out of the equation completely. And, again, you take a character that was... I agree with Kendall in some ways. If Wolverine was the heart, like, Gene was, I don't know, some other really important organ to, to the last few movies. And I think that people are just really tired of Gene Gray, honestly. And that sucks, because I love Gene Gray. Gene Jean Gray is... is—Jean uh, Gray is a top five X-Men of all time. Not, not even... Question, no question, in my opinion. But we had two dark phoenix movies we saw that that storyline play out literally twice with a matter of 10 15 years I, i almost think you can't do that thing again i just don't think you can and i don't know why i really didn't think of this sooner that they would go the emma frost route and do the astonishing route with this story because that that makes a ton of sense uh i think that emma frost has an edge to her that i think would make the dynamic with scott more interesting i don't know how they'll play out their romantic history you know because they're in the comics the history is you know scott has this psychic affair with emma frost and that's where uh you know gene goes ballistic and essentially that's how that's what brings scott and emma together eventually I don't know if, if you're not having a Gene. Does that happen? Or was Gene there and we don't see any of that, but this is the result of that? I don't know how they do any of that, but I am totally for them deciding we're going to table Gene for now and we'll figure something out with her maybe later. Uh, I also, the one thing I will say about this, why I, I love that idea, this team's going to need someone. This team needs Storm. You cannot do. I know Josh did it mostly without Storm in this run, and Cassidy. But uh, you can't, you can't have. Now I don't know if these characters will all be white in the in the uh, comic. But I mean, I don't think you can do a team that has no POCs. I, I don't know. Yeah, Thunderbolts do is, is getting pretty close. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I guess Ghost technically is the only yeah. POC in that, right? Yeah. But how would you even tell? <laughs> I know she's wearing a mask 100 percent of the time. Yeah, that, that's a good point. That is a good point. I well, yes, well, I, don't, I, I don't think they can do it twice. No. <laughs> and that. definitely not no,
2: Thunderbolts. Uh, and definitely no,
0: not omitting Storm of all people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like okay, Thunderbolts. Like, okay, is there an obvious PC character that needed to be in the Thunderbolts? Uh, not necessarily. That I can think of off the top of my head. Again, apologies to someone who's thinking you didn't think of this character. I, I didn't. Sorry. Oh, um, but in X Men. Yeah, uh, maybe the most prominent. Black superhero maybe of all time. It needs to be in this movie. So that will probably be my only thing, is that uh and I you know, I had no problem with Josh and um taking Storm away. And during this time, Storm was doing more stuff with Wakanda, quite frankly. She was they were exploring that relationship with Black Panther. So there was some reasoning why she wasn't around as much. But Storm's gotta be in this team. That that would probably be my only thing. Now he I do granted. wonder if if there is because and I don't know if Kendall may say it right now, but if there is some, press X is black or Manu is black, if they do something like that. Maybe they can say that we can get away with having this team if this is the team they want to do. I don't know, but that would be that's the only thing that stood out to me when I when I when I read this, which was that run was great. This is a really solid team. I, I don't think they can get away with doing no POCs in the X Men when Storm is again. Another person, probably a top five X Men of all time. You can't, you can't omit her. That would be. I don't think that's gonna work. Man,
2: imagine if they did Joss Whedon's story and they were like, yeah, and we're making uh, Ray Fisher is Cyclops. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, um, I guess oh, I, I was just gonna say that. As far as we know, all this is all of this is saying is that that'll be it an inspiration according to the reporting but not necessarily a dec- this is the exact makeup of the team right so, i mean you know I, I look i mean i the x-men you know they they you know they've they they have a they don't have a a, a great track record uh the characters outside of storm you know Bishop, obviously. Um, I'm a big fan of the spike character that was introduced in to Men Evolution. Um so I, I think there's a, there's a strong chance that you know, get some uh some some characters that are race bent, uh, for lack of a better term, um in the uh in the MCU, uh who those are. I, you know, honestly outside of Magneto, I don't think it's you know, I don't think it's that big a deal. You know, <laughs> whoever it is, yeah, sure. uh, one way or the other, whether you're you're for it or against it, it you know, um, Magneto's the only one that'd be uh, controversial uh, to to a, to a lot of people, obviously. But yes, um,
0: but yeah, I, you know. I mean, honestly, considering what's happened with this Captain America New World Order, I, I don't think they should touch Grace bending Magneto. Yeah, the Magneto that thing just, I, I that mean, just seems he, like smoke that. Maybe we thought a year ago, two years ago, that would have been fine. I, I don't know if they could do that now. Yeah, yeah, I just don't think they should do it. Yeah, I, don't don't think, I agree. I don't think they should do it, period. I'm, I'm also on board yeah. with that. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, now, I'm like, I don't, even beyond me, I think that that would be a very bad idea. The Magneto thing is so, yeah. I mean, because look, obviously, the the elephant in the room with Magneto is,
2: is you know, it's a lot easier to do that. 2000. And we were not as far away from the Holocaust, right? Um, so, from a story standpoint, practically it was a little easier for them to 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 do the story they did. But I would say, I mean, obviously, I, I just mentioned X Men Evolution. You know, they did a really good story in that in that show where, you know, they it was tied in theory to the MCU where they they were like, yeah, it was a Captain America story and you how he was using Captain America's super soldier tank mm. to keep himself young. You know, I think that's very practical. Um, you know, if you want to diet and, and then at that point, I mean, it's not practical, but it's none of this stuff is practical in theory. But um, it would make it makes a lot more sense uh, if you're saying the excuse is oh, well. The Holocaust was 80 years ago, 90 years ago, you know, so. Right. Um, but no, I, I but yeah, I think I think the MCU uh, there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of room for them to
0: change a lot of stuff. A couple of quick stories here before we get out of here. So uh, Marvel made two key hires when it's when it comes to It's Fantastic Four movie. Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer have reportedly signed on to write the script for the Matt Shackman-directed film. According to dead, Deadline, the duo has have been linked to the project since before Shackman was brought on to direct it and have been outlining the direction for the next series of Marvel films along with Kevin Feige. The duo is said to be rising stars in Hollywood, having already sold scripts, including uh, the Warner Brothers comedy Disaster Wedding, which is being produced by John Watts, who was slated to do Fantastic Four before he dropped out. Deadline now says Shackman and Feige are turning their attention to finding actors while the script is being written. Kendall, thoughts on the process that Fantastic Four is taking, where um, you had these guys, Kaplan and Springer, working with feige on the future of the mcu apparently then they're and including working something doing something with the fantastic four now they're hired to actually write the script and now it allows feige and jackman to now turn their attention to casting it's actually just that they they hadn't been at least that's how that's a story that's being told to us what do you make of how this story is shaking out with what's being said in, in this in the in this recent reporting on the fantastic four situation
2: um, I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm curious, obviously, uh, I'm getting me, mean, I'm curious to see if these guys are, are, are legit for sure. Um, you know, if, if Kevin Feige thinks highly of them, uh, then I, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if they, is, if they've got the chops, cause I, I mean, this, this would be. You know, more of a projection, I would say, than than uh than them. You know, taking somebody with taking guys with huge names and uh giving them
0: yeah, you know, you know giving them a boatload of money to you know make my
2: movie, yeah, right? My like movie. this is
0: like yeah, this is like taking the you know the top prospect in AA and tell them, all right, you're batting third in the order. And yeah, <laughs> no and, yeah, no one's heard of. Yeah, no one's heard of This this is what they're doing right now. Um.
2: So yeah, no, I mean that that part of it is is is, is fascinating because I mean, look, Fantastic Four—that's a project at this point where you would think that you want to be airtight. You want to bring in guys that are, you know, experienced that you know for a fact. But I think the experience, uh, honestly, it starts with Kevin Feige. You know, I mean, yeah, the movie's not good. It's 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 gonna be in, in his mind. Because he didn't make he didn't make it right.
0: Yeah, and in some ways it's almost like you know it's like he's the you know like okay these guys might be you know the offensive coordinator but he's the head coach calling the plays you know. Yes. Um. So yeah, no,
2: I'm I, I'm 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 interested to see how these guys do. Uh, there's also a rumor that was rolling around out there that um, that Ryan Gosling might wind up being Doctor Doom. I feel
0: like that'd be really good casting. I know. I, I was excited. About it. You know? yeah. I, I, I that I, that that yeah. No, that that excites me. I think that he, seeing him, play a tortured character who's disfigured. I think he. I, considering who Ryan Gosling, is, I, I think that he would kill it. That's my opinion. I don't know. I, I think he'd do great. Yeah, I agree. So I, I don't know, Sham. What what do you feel about this process and these hires with the
1: Fantastic Four? Um. Well, first of all, guys, King, how do I sound? You, sound?
0: you sound good. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Well. Um. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I kind of agree with what Kendall said. I mean, I, I, to be honest, I have not. Uh, I'm not super familiar with. With uh, the work that these guys have done, um, you know, I know EJ. You, you mentioned these guys are kind of up and coming, in, in yeah, industry, I and yeah, I don't know if anybody,
0: I don't know if anybody's seen
1: their work. To be yeah, so I mean, and that's and that's all well and good, but it's just kind of uh, uh, shocking, you know, because like you said, this is a very, and I would, and I would say this is the, not only is this, of course, the Fantastic Four, but I would also say Marvel is, I wouldn't. I, I hesitate. I don't want to do a do hyperbole. Perfectly. I hesitate to call it a tipping point necessarily, but they're at a precarious point. I would say now, where it's not like it's Marvel, it's gold. You know what I mean? I feel like that's how it yeah. was in phases one and two for sure. just which is nothing. It's Marvel. I'm seeing it. I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna. I can't. I'm gonna stay for the post credits. I can't wait for the next thing. Right? That's. They're at a point where you know it's not really like that right now. Yeah, you know, I talk to people and they're saying, "Oh, I don't know, maybe I'll see it, maybe." I'll see it. What did you think of that movie? Should I see it? You know, I'm seeing people are asking that, that question more, you know? It's no longer a sure thing. I think it's a part of it is a little bit of superhero fatigue, but I think a lot of it is just you know, their movies aren't hitting the same way they were. So, you know, if Fantastic 4 comes out and that's lackluster, boy, I I I think Marvel will be they'll be in a spot so yeah, so yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I kind of agree, and I'm, and I also think there's risk with doing the same, you know, formulaic. Oh, let's get Tiger to do it. You know, let's get Gun to do it. You know, let's get you know this one to do. Where the Russos, you know, just get them, bring them back. But to get the same person to do things over and over again, but to get someone that hasn't done anything or done only you know things that are that are not, um known you know just to be honest you know to, to a lot of people is very risky so you know i don't really know how i feel about it i i would have i would have been more comfortable with them picking someone who was a, or people who were a little who were a little more seasoned even in tv you know even someone that you know has done things where it's like no this has been very very critically you know even if not that many people have seen it maybe in the big screen you know so i don't know it's a surprise to me. Um, you know they, these guys must have impressed Kevin Feige quite a bit to to be to be picked to do this. So uh, and Feige knows his stuff, right? Like I was saying. So you know I, I'm not gonna you know be like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, they must have had a great idea. So I guess we'll see that come kind of to fruition.
0: Yeah, it's it, it is you know it is just surprising to see this kind of play out the way it is with these uh, two gentlemen. Who again, not a lot of big time experience. Uh I think Jeff Kaplan um has done a little bit on uh Cobra Kai but uh yeah he he um he was actually an actor in the show. uh was the same nice Jeff head. Kaplan or is it somebody or different? maybe it's a different Jeff Kaplan I don't know. because there's another Jeff Kaplan that also I think was like he did like he did like a video game, but that wasn't the right person. So yeah. So I think I had the wrong Jeff Kaplan now that I see. Um well, yeah, I mean, these are these are two guys that don't have a lot of experience. They did, they were on, uh, they did an episode of Adam TV. Uh, but if you go to their IMDb page, there's just not a lot there. Man, um, yeah, this is know. a projection, man. Yeah, I, I don't. That's the you wedding. Better when be I, good, when man. I see when, yeah, when I when I see this stuff, like, it just makes me wonder, like, like where do you find these guys? Like, how do these guys get into this position? Like, I know we all know they didn't, they they're not overnight successes because there is no such thing as overnight success really in pop culture. But, like, when you see these stories, you're just like, how do you get in the room with Kevin Feige with this resume? You know? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it, it is it is. They're doing
2: the writing of John Watts' movie. John Watts connected to the Fantastic Four. Right.
0: And that, that, maybe that's a, they're that the they're writing this movie they, and he's like, yo, these guys, they're the next. They, they got the goods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. They're, they're what they look like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, to me, it's almost like, you know, a rapper discovering, like, some great singer. And, like, you know, they're like, yo this person is going to be the next great R&B singer or whatever. And they, they're singing a hook. You know, yo, who is this person? And they become like a superstar. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's very, it's very fascinating. It's fa- it was fascinating to me out of this. Cause again, it's hard to project anything with the fantastic four because there's really no body of work to work off of. It's more interesting to me that these guys are, are planning next Marvel movies with Kevin Feige. Like that to me, and kind of the direction in which Marvel's going, which we now know is the multiverse saga. I have no idea. No, reason to see why these guys would be qualified to do that i don't know if these guys are marvel fans i don't know anything about them we don't we know very little there's nothing in their work that suggests they know this stuff but clearly either maybe maybe it was watts or now we definitely know Filey has been enthralled with their work enough that not only he's saying okay you guys do this movie he also wants them to help him figure out the multiverse era the multiverse saga and that is that is very interesting considering they have a roster of talented people over there that have worked on Marvel projects in the past, and they go completely off the reservation for essentially two newbies to Hollywood. that, that That's very interesting to me. But I'm not even saying... I, I don't even say that to say that it's, it's necessarily negative to me, because when Shamari talks about the feeling that Marvel's getting stale and that they kind of have to hit a home run soon, and that I agree with him that if, if this somehow was lackluster, I think you start had have to ring an alarm about what the hell is going on at Marvel. I, I feel like... And to be honest, I think maybe ant Man's the one for me, but I say you definitely have to really start to be concerned. But I, I think it's serious concern if we get to Fantastic Four and we're saying, uh, Marvel is still... Made. I think and that's maybe, too late. I'll be if honest. If that conversation is happening then, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to think of the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, to be honest. I, so, Ken, are you saying that you think that's too late? I mean, I mean, I... You know, you may have your own internal clock, but
2: I, I, I feel like the masses. You know,
0: I, I mean, I, I'm very confident that Black Panther. Will I be guess the th- 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 yeah, early, I think I think that's part of it for me. I think I know. I think Black Panther will be very good. Yeah, we got. And I think we also got it, man in February. But I think the other party. thing for me though is that I think that a lot of people, a lot of this, some because I think Marvel has done good work that has been underrated in this era too. I think some of that is because people. Are just waiting for the Fox stuff to come out. So if their yeah. first Fox thing comes out and it's mid, I think that's a crisis. Like that can't happen. <laughs> this thing has to be heat. And then that's where I say that, where I say if Fantastic Four comes out and it is mediocre or just forgettable, that's a disaster. Marvel can that
2: cannot be. happen. I, I guess the only thing I'll say that I'd say is that that's that's so far from now. I mean, it's two that- years two years man i don't know what two years if, if 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 by the time we get to fantastic four and like Captain in america new world order is heat and we got daredevil be out by then we had seen the thunderbolts blade
0: <laughs> you know like all this by stuff the way out- and i know we kind of joked about that werewolf show and how we had no interest in it i hear that that's fire i know people are saying that man the word wow. is saying that the, the streets is saying that it's fire which is I don't understand. I don't know I how it like could just, be it's to be just honest. A,
2: a natural thing of like stakes and like it might be good. I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna
0: care the same way <laughs> right. I would care That's, about I'm it. I'm just just putting it out there. You know, <laughs> we, we keep we're a keeper but, of the tales here on the podcast and that we just need to put that out there that, that apparently. I mean you know, yeah, I'll watch
1: was, it. Was, it's still not what I, I wanted fine. to see.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they still wasted
1: their, their like they still also, wasted
2: D twenty three. <laughs> it's coming out in early October. I, I would have put it a little closer to Halloween. Not like I'm not saying put Aaron on Halloween, but like, I don't know, maybe like October 20-something.
0: October we shit. do not care. That's I feel like that's what <laughs> Shamari just said. <laughs> you <know> oh. <laughs> yeah, so man. I guess
2: my point is that in a year from now, even, like the, the conversation on Marvel could be vastly different than it is now. So that's why I say two years from now, I don't know what people are going to be talking about when it comes to Marvel. Because they might be talking about... Yeah, well, this Fantastic Four movie wasn't great, but like you know, we got, you know, I don't know, Denzel Washington is playing Magneto, so I want to see X Men.
0: Okay, fair point.
2: So I'm like, I don't know what I don't know what people will be talking about, but in the in the short term, like they need. I I agree with you that Ant Man, if Ant Man is bad, if, and I don't think it will be, but if Ant Man is bad, then, then people will start to look at King Dynasty and be like, I don't know what want the hell's going the on, Kang right? Time you know so that yeah. that one is very important but yeah they've got they've got some next year is a big year you also have x-men you've got the marvels the people are like not that excited for just you know they're they they like the two side characters but the the main
0: character people are like, eh. um yeah the main character doesn't seem doesn't seem to know if it's at <laughs> least popular it, it also doesn't remember we played the sound a couple weeks ago it doesn't seem to know if she's still wanted or if she wants to still do it, yeah. that very weird questioning that happened on the red carpet of uh d23 or i guess the blue carpet i think it was blue but um yeah i don't know it's it's, it's this whole marvel needs a hit man I I th- and to be fair i think they're gonna get it with fantastic four i think they're gonna get it but i i, I feel like that's gonna I mean not fantastic four, i'm sorry uh black panther but I think that's going to be a Man, We're
2: waiting two years. No, no, I'm yeah. just saying. Oh, well, they hey, don't get it with Black like Panther, but
0: I, that will almost feel more like a layup, you know? Yeah, and that's I'll almost, that's anyway, that's almost a, like when that's almost like when you're down in PKs and Cristiano Ronaldo comes up. You're like, all right, we're down by three goals here, but cristiano going going to get this one in the back of the net. And it's okay. Cristiano made the goal. You're still down two goals now. Like, you need to... Yeah. Like, they, they need to pick up the pace. They need to figure yeah, out a way to... The nature to of this score.
2: movie, like... Good or bad, in terms of if it if it if it not as good as people think, or if it's you know an Oscar worthy movie, I don't think it's gonna affect the conversation. I think people look at this movie as a little bit in its living in its own world. Um, so I don't think one way or another. I mean, when you know, I that could change I, my opinion of that could change based off mm-hmm. if the movie feels doesn't feel like that. But um, but I do think Ant Man feels like the next one that is like heavily connected everything they're doing so it's like yeah
0: like yeah i mean a character in their movie is their name is in the title of an avengers movie yeah yeah so it's there's no question that that movie is definitely high in the docket there uh let's get to the final story today guys so marvel's newest disney plus hero could soon be making a debut on the big screen in an upcoming project According to World War Hulk updates, which has been pretty decent with their predictions and their rumors in the past, there are discussions that She-Hulk could be in Captain America New World Order. Or as I to say, Captain America NWO, because I'm a wrestling fan. (laughs) The outlet also notes that the movie is set to be a direct lead-in to a solo World War Hulk movie. So, sham. Do you like the idea of She-Hulk appearing in Captain America and the idea of NWO being linked to World War Hulk?
1: Look, man, so first of all in terms of the World War Hulk, and I feel like I had mentioned this with Kendall to Kendall. I feel like I mentioned this several times. I mean this Hulk man, they gotta they have to beef up this Hulk. They gotta get him out of these t shirts and these hoodies. They gotta get What's wrong with loungewear, Shamari. They have to give him something to smash. <laughs> they have to give him a boulder, a city,
0: something. Shamari's like Shumari's like I don't wanna see a J. Crew. <laughs> Hulk anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm tired of him in those glasses in this, in the lab coat in the lab with his notes man, and his... Stop stop shopping that gap
0: and go break something.
1: his Old Navy like, what Very is man. going on with this? Like, this, we need whenever I hear about World War Hulk, I'm just like, I, would, I just want to see Hulk. I just want to hey, see Hey, I
2: did hear, you know, we've been hearing for a while that Shrek 5 was coming out. <laughs>
1: I've seen Stretch Five every weekend, though. <laughs> every week when she Hulk, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, yo, so that's that's how I feel about World War Hulk. I don't know. I mean, if she Hulk, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't. Maybe she can be, you know, kind of someone to try to help stop Hulk and World War Hulk. But but, <laughs> but but I I just I don't even see a World War Hulk. They they'd have to transform this Hulk. I think is how I feel about that. What about She Hulk and Captain America? So when it comes to Captain America, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could see that. Um, I don't know. It, it would definitely be a change of tone. I, the, first of all, of course, you know, sure. no fourth wall breaking, and um, or I would want any, I wouldn't want any fourth wall breaking. That would be very jarring to me. Yeah. Um, and and I, I would I would hope that there's a bit more of a serious tone to, to Captain America: New World Order. I just like my Captain America movies a little more serious, you yeah. know, not not dreary necessarily, but more serious, you know, like more like like these are very real, you know, threats, real grounded threats. Yeah, and, well, I
0: love about Captain America movies that yeah. there always feels like a sense of urgency. That's yes. the term I would use. Like, and very much so. You know, she I mean, um, She Hulk that's not the tone of that show. There is no, there literally is no sense. There's they no tell you there is no, there is no, Jennifer literally says there is no sense of urgency in this show at times. Like, yeah. Uh, if you watch so, the last episode, people got upset because they were like, where the hell is this story going? And they're telling you, we're
1: doing whatever you want. So screw you. Yeah. So, you know, this is, so that's basically how I feel about that. It'll be interesting. I mean, I mean, I'm not opposed to she really appearing in anything, but it has to fit, you know, and, uh, and um, just the tone of the the tone of the She Hulk show doesn't fit what I would want in a Captain America movie, so her tone would have to change. So that's how I feel about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, Kendall, like I I feel like She Hulk would be a pretty good addition to Captain America. One, I think, I think they could use. I think the movie could use some levity. I agree with Sharon one hundred percent. This cannot feel or look like She Hulk at all but remember in some ways sam or bucky or both of them kind of were like the they kind of brought levity to steve's captain america movies at times it's like who's going to be that person for uh for sam you know because bucky i don't think he's going to be in this movie so i think that uh i think that uh the new falcon certainly can do some of that but I think Jennifer Walters also could be a good factor, a good, you know, foil in that as well. And you no, know, the the thing is that she will appear. It doesn't say how big she'll a role she'll be in the movie, but we do know the leader is the villain, and the leader has beef with Hulk. And you would think that he would also have a beef with She Hulk going around, especially if if he really is this mastermind that's trying to uh, accomplish whatever he's trying to accomplish. So if Hulk's not on world right now, which it doesn't appear like he is. Excuse me. It, it feels like it would make sense to, to have some Hulk action in this show, or excuse me, in this film to connect to the leader. So, I, I excuse me, I don't know why, I, don't know I I would really like the idea of putting She-Hulk in the movie. I also feel like because a lot of Captain America movies deal with, you know, quite frankly, deal with law and order, like, I feel like Jennifer being a lawyer I think definitely like I think Jennifer could play a role in this movie just as much as maybe She Hulk could. So I, I'm pretty much thumbs up on it. I think it's a decent idea. I gotta see the execution, but what are your thoughts, Kendall? Uh it it, it leads me to a theory. Okay. Theory time you know, at the end of the show. Let's get it. When you when you hear when you hear
2: the leader is gonna be the villain of of uh of Sam Wolf and Catherine America. I mean, you're like your first mind, your first thought in your mind is doesn't really make much sense. I mean, it was cool. My first thought was, oh, I I didn't expect to hear that. But my second thought was, why Captain America? This, this doesn't make much sense. And that I guess that still still hasn't changed. Um, but then you hear that She Hulk is gonna be in it, and because then because then the, also the natural thing is. Like, where, where'd he come from? Like, he's just gonna come out of nowhere? You know, he's gonna be leader Where's he where's
0: he, been, where's he Where's he been? Yeah, where,
2: where's he been this whole time? I mean, yeah, they can explain that, but... But then if you're telling me She-Hulk's in it, and the, the timing of this uh, rumor leads me to theorize that the leader might be a or the villain of She-Hulk, and we don't know that yet. Oh, yeah, I think that that is very likely. You know, because like it doesn't like him even being in Captain America didn't make any sense <laughs> didn't make any sense two weeks ago when we didn't even know he was he was still kicking it yeah. and it may it may make a lot more sense if he's in <laughs> if he's in All and we just didn't know yeah. we yeah. already know that they're that they're that they that they're willing to dip back into the uh incredible Hulk well. When it comes to Emil Blonsky regarding this show. So if they decided to then refer back to that movie for a second time and bring back Tim Blake Nelson, character
0: nobody will really remember unless you rewatch the movie. Um But what's a great way to help them remember announce that he's gonna be <laughs> in a 100% in a movie. that might be that it's, might have been a, the, a, one, one a,
2: of the the major motivations for announcing is right. it, so that people will remember that this was a thing because if not
0: yeah. a lot of people have been like who, who is this guy who the hell is that guy yeah, yeah i don't remember this is not gonna why is a, why is, why is, why is looking why is, why is looking glass in this show with a big head yeah yeah they, i mean
2: like literally the only thing that they do to be like previously on marvel is the marvel legends Show the Marvel Legends shorts that they do on Disney Plus, and none of those really—I don't think any of those covered the Incredible Hulk. So, mm-hmm. like, there's nobody, nobody that's watching the show is going to remember that unless you're just unless you rewatched the Incredible Hulk, probably. So, so yeah, I, that's that's where this lends me to belief. I don't think the she Hulk will have a big role in 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 uh, Captain America Four, but I do believe that uh, she will appear as connective tissue because we all have seen the leader before and she will have dealt with him, maybe not on a big level, but on some level. And so she is now passing on or helping passing on the duty to Sam or helping Sam in some way because of that. So that's my theory. Uh, and again, I think the timing of us getting this is somebody might not even be somebody that knows that she's in it. It might just be somebody that knows that the leaders and she Hulk and it's like, well, now we're just playing. Right. Now we're just we're just playing the odds, like. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah that's a Good point there too. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was playing the odds when I when I said that King was going to be in Loki. I didn't know he was going to be in Loki,
0: but I was about to, I was just about to say the same thing. Uh, I was going to say, two. Sham. Like, I, yeah, I was going to say, Sham. I felt like, you know, there's precedent for them doing this, where, you know, you announce, hey, Loki's going to be in. I mean, excuse me. Uh, Kane's going to be in. Ant Man, Quantum Mania, you know, like, oh my God, that's crazy. Didn't and, make any sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, it didn't make any sense. But then he shows up in Loki, You're like, oh, okay, this made a makes lot more sense. sense. And also, when Jonathan Major shows up, you're like, oh, I know exactly who this is. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's a it playbook to you, that okay. Marvel's already. It's a playbook that Marvel's already done. So I kind of like Kendall's theory, Shamari. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I like Kendall's theory. I I, th- I do think it's it's. I do think the the likelihood that the leader will show up in She Hulk is um, yeah I would say it's certainly greatly increased, especially with these rumors coming out. Um, And I I think that would be a benefit to the show. We had also already already been you know know, of course we're hearing that the tone is going to change or saying you guys aren't going to expect. You know, or whatever you know, the showrunner said that guys, things are going to change up, and you're not going to expect a change or whatever she said, and and um, we haven't seen that yet, but the leader showing up would certainly be a big change. And, and it,
0: to- absolutely,
1: there's no and it's funny because
2: Marvel, both I mean with Loki and with She Hulk, I mean we we talk about this this game Marvel likes to play when it comes to leaks, what gets out, what doesn't, and with Loki, the King thing never got out It was theorized It was speculated right. But it was never concrete That we were going to see Kang And then people Were starting to speculate as we got to the show Like oh I mean I think he might be Might be the big bad, I think we might be seeing Kang Um King thing got out the, You know I think they'll, they'll that one got out They're probably not happy about that but mm-hmm. This leader thing I mean, th- again, this person not even saying that leader is going to be in She-Hulk, uh, right? Um, and so that would be that'd be a hell of a twist if this whole time, I mean, for months since the show was, you know, for over a year, it, like it's been positioned behind closed doors as Titania is the villain of She-Hulk, and. You know, for anybody who's watched the show, it, you know, you know, the character is in it, obviously, but I mean, not like, you know, it doesn't make much sense. You know, if that's the case, I don't know how the show is going to end. But, you know, I, I you know, I, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> you guys, there's you guys think, allusion,
0: and there's definitely some allusions to
1: some other larger. 100%. And so thing that's going on in the show. And we still haven't gotten Daredevil too. I don't know where he fits in to whatever's going on because I don't really yeah, I see him as being someone me. to fight the leader. No, I, like yeah, and I is. don't.
2: I don't expect Daredevil to be. Uh, I mean, I, we don't know, obviously, but I, I don't expect he'll he'll be a he'll be a major factor in in whatever the final conflict is, but. I think they're really holding whatever that kind of. I I don't think I don't think that anybody. I mean, there's people out there that know, but I don't think that it's been. I don't think there's been anybody that's told us what the final conflict is. I don't think there's anybody out there. that's was like, yeah, like we're gonna get leader and we're gonna get this and that. You know, I think it's a mystery, and they did they did a pretty good job with even with with Miss Marvel.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, when it came to the whole mutant thing. It's not like there were a bunch of people saying, yeah, that's going to be the big takeaway from, <laughs> from Ms. Marvel that she's a mutant. So I will say Marvel, you know, we say what we want about, you know, them being able to contain leaks and because of, you know, visual effects, it would be becoming harder in today's day and age to contain leaks. But um, but at the same time, I feel like they know when they want to when they want something to not get out, they know how to keep it under wraps two degree and it makes you wonder when things do come out why
0: why do they
2: how do they come out
0: you know and is it is it
2: intentional
0: yeah it's fascinating man well, let's see how they uh shake this out but i think that's gonna do it for this edition of new generation hero talks i want to thank you guys for checking us out of course, if you enjoyed the show, make sure you check out all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. And you also find us individually on social media. Shamari's on Instagram and Snapchat, MCChan22. You can find Kendall on Twitter, NewGenKen. And you can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart. And on Instagram and TikTok action ej that's gonna do it for now thank you guys so much for checking this out for shamari for kendall i'm ej take it easy guys peace